I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. You are listening to an HD Smartcast original. Ever wondered when you should retire? Have you thought of how much money you need to make before planning your retirement? Do you find planning your retirement a big task? Here are the answers to all your questions. My name is Ashutosh Garg and I am the author of the best-selling book Reinvent, Reboot, Rewire: Managing Retirement in the 21st Century. You are listening to my podcast No Age for Retirement. Not only is this podcast the brainchild of the brand called you, it is also an HT Smartcast original. and it is available on htsmartcast.com india's fastest growing podcast producing platform let us talk about planning our time in retirement i've often heard people say that when they hang up their gloves when they go into superannuation and when they decide to retire or their organization decides it's time for them to retire they have so much time in their hands they do not know what to do with it I have some friends who have called me and said can you give me your hour by hour schedule when I tell them that plan my retirement life in such a manner that I have more than enough time for everything and yet I am so busy that I have never had been so busy earlier as well how you define your retirement will obviously differ based on your own imperatives and your own personal reality for sports persons retirement comes early once the body starts to age for government employees retirement happens at the age of 58 or 60 or whatever the government may prescribe for people who are in the judiciary retirement carries on till 65 the only category which can possibly select their own retirement age are people who own businesses or are a professional like like a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer or an, or an architect uh, and even these people keep talking about a time when they need to say i want to do something different Yes there is one category for whom there is absolutely no retirement and that is our politicians. So let's talk about a few questions that we can ponder over as we look ahead to our years in retirement. Remember that the answer to each of these lie within ourselves. The best time to start planning our superannuation is 2 to 3 years maybe 5 years before the date that has been prescribed by your employer. However, if you like millions of others have not wanted to face the impending retirement and rushed away with the common refrain I will address this when I reach the age of super, uh, superannuation or I will cross this bridge when I reach the problem then there is no better time than now to start thinking. Remember you have almost a third of your life ahead of you. and you need to plan what you will do because now it is not a 9 to 5 job it is not something that you pick up your bag and go to work and then come back and uh, you know get your um, monthly salary uh, at the end of each month 
It is also important for me to state that all the points that I will talk about in today's conversation is on the assumption that you have saved the nest egg, whatever your own imperatives are, to look after the life of yourself and those who depend on you, uh, and that there is no desperate need to yoke yourself again into the saddle because you need to earn money to keep your livelihood going. So let's look at some of the points that you could think of on how to plan your time in retirement. Let's start with what meaningful activities and new interests you could add to your routine. Throughout our working lives, you would have asked yourself why you did not seem to have the time to do something that uh, you were passionate about or that you were interested in. You could have questioned why you were stuck in the rat race. You would have expressed frustration about working endlessly for someone else. And I have known so many people who have transitioned beautifully uh, in their new life, working for non-government undertakings. Hundreds of NGOs are constantly looking for resources, for skill sets like each one of us has after three, three and a half, four decades of working. There are think tanks. There are think tanks of the government. There are think tanks which are set up by private individuals who are constantly looking for skills that uh, people like you and me have developed over the years. And this is a time for us to give back. There are also resident welfare associations. And a lot of people I know have actively got involved in managing the resident welfare association. It is a way of giving back. And in a selfish way, it is also making sure that you are ensuring that the place you've chosen to live in is something that uh, you are associated with in managing. Let's look at the second point. What were you passionate about when you were younger? Are you a closet writer, a music composer, an actor, a singer, a dancer, or an artist? Were you a great sportsman? In my own case, I used to love writing when I was very young. As I was going through my career, I used to write for a few magazines and newspapers, but I never really got down to doing something that I wanted to write um, long prose, uh, which could be made into a book. When I decided to sit down and write, I realized that I had not one book like all of us do have inside us, but uh, I now have been able to write my seventh book. A friend of mine was interested in music. He picked up his musical instrument and is now composing fantastic music. A banker friend started to paint and has just held his first solo exhibition. Another friend had carefully built his library of movies and web series, and he is now uh, looking and watching them one after another. He, ha he has now got the luxury of time to be able to uh, devote his energies into watching something that he has collected over the years. Remember that reading is another example. I know of a friend who reads at least four books every week, and he actually has fixed a day every week when he walks into the neighborhood bookshop and picks up at least four, maybe six books on every Monday morning because that's the library that he wants to work on. People are playing golf, they're playing tennis. People, I know many, many people of our age group who have started to run marathons. I know people who have started to get into much more intensive workouts. 
I know people who are running the Iron Man. Where is all this energy coming from? Now is the time to make a new beginning. Now is the time to start pursuing all the interests that we may have been forced to put aside because of the pressure of work or because of lack of time. So let's think about life ahead. When we are 50, we must think of what we will do in our 60s. But that does not mean that we stop thinking when we plan till we are 60. Every decade that we are going to live through will have new challenges, new opportunities. Therefore, if I am 60 today, I must start planning what I will do in my 70s. Well, if I'm 70, I must start thinking of what I will do in my 80s. As we plan the final three decades of our life, and I sincerely hope many, many of you become centurions, let's break these up into three distinct phases. Our 60s, our 70s, and our 80s will be very, very different, and we need to plan very carefully. Look back and think of what we could achieve in our 20s that we were not able to do in our 40s. Look back at our 40s and think about everything that we cannot do in our 60s. Our body is slowing down, even though our mind may be very, very active. Slowing down is an inevitable process. And we cannot keep on saying that I wish I could do this like I used to. I know of very well-established sportsmen who just keep talking about what they used to do when in their 20s and 30s. And I often tell them, that, but that time is over. There's no point in living in the past. There is no point in fighting the gradual aging process and getting frustrated with what we can no longer do. If we continue working into the 60s, we will have to change track in our 70s. If we are playing a good game of tennis in the 60s, we will need to slow down in our 70s. But there is the most common companion which we all have uh, around the world, which is our television. As we get older, we must develop a close friendship, a close companionship with our television. We may be uh, interested in the news, we may be interested in web series, we may be interested in movies, reruns, or whatever you call it. But this is one comp companion where you will always be able to find something new to interest us in those hours of the day when we do not have anything else to occupy us. It is also important to think about what are the shared, shared interests between us and our partners. I have generally seen that very, very few couples develop common interest through their working lives. Each individual is busy in his or her respective life. And when we hit the age of superannuation, and most of us hit age superannuation a few years from one another, there's much more time that we have to spend together. And it has often been seen that we are not used to spending so much time together. Two people who have spent 35, 40 years together are now thrust into the same living area, spending the entire 24 hours together. That means we need to start readjusting to one another. How do we start giving each other each other space? And yet, how do we ensure that both of us are able to do some common things which will be able to keep us together, keep our conversations going, and keep our interests aligned? 
At the same time, it is important for us to be able to recognize that both of us over the years have developed special interests which are different and figure out a way to give enough space to one another as well. Many couples have decided that they will travel extensively. Ten years ago, my wife and I decided that we would, as a, a conscious decision, try and visit at least two new places in India every year and two new countries in the world every year. Over the last 20, over the last 10 to 12 years, we have followed this religiously and we have seen so many new places, not just around the world, but in our own country as well. Therefore, as we start looking ahead at the time planning that we must do, we need to build a combination of work, hobby, leisure, exercise, siesta, social connections, and personal space into our daily routine. And we will be surprised to find that the phase of superannuation, the phase of retirement, is actually a period that we will all learn to enjoy. Remember, there is no right or wrong answer. Remember that only you can decide how to use your time in every day. Use your time in a manner that you are comfortable and happy. But remember that a daily routine is always good. I've often told people, that do not change your routine. There is absolutely no reason why during a weekday, you must not get ready at the same time. There is no point in hanging around throughout the day, weeks after weeks in your night clothes that you sleep in. It is the discipline, it is the routine that will help you to manage the time that we have ahead of us and to be able to enjoy every single minute of it. And finally, remember, Live your retirement with your own plan, not someone else's. You have earned this right. You deserve to do exactly what you think is good for you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Brand Called You, and never miss any update. For feedback, reach us on at HT Smartcast. We are present on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To listen to more podcasts by the brand called You, log on to www.htsmartcast.com or suno nai nazari essay. This was an HT Smartcast original. HT Smartcast. and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.